Welcome to It All Boils Down to This, the podcast where father and son take the kitchen table arguments and heated discussions from their home directly to yours. Jim and Jack Boyle will explore the world as only they can. We might even let a few guests join the fun. So sit back, choose a side, watch the water temperature rise, and enjoy stimulating generational conversation about sports and life. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of It All Boils Down to This. I'm your host, Jim Boyle. With me is my co-host, Jack Boyle. And uh, we'll be looking at uh, the way we talk about things uh, around, the, around the house with regards to sports. So welcome, Jack. And uh, like I said, it's, it's good to start this podcast. It's, yeah, it's good to be here. It's uh, my second one, so we'll see how it goes. Okay, so we don't have to worry about Tommy today. We can have our own little fun discussion. I do I do have to get on with Tommy at some point with whatever podcast that's called. That's the We've Seen Enough podcast. But, yeah, we'll, 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 that'll come someday. So as, as we get rolling with this podcast, I'd like to get some of our good friends, Kevin, Chris, Justin, Riley. I probably should have let Kevin know about this again. He'll probably be mad. Uh, he'll, he's in Aruba, I thought. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, good he point is. In Aruba. So that's what we're going to try to do again is just to go through um, – where we are, what we see every week or every other week, how we uh, how life's treating us and what's going on. And Jack is a avid golfer. Uh, Jack, you shot uh, you broke eighty for the first time last week. Oh yeah, I shot a uh, seventy-seven. First time breaking eighty in my life, and then I proceeded to sprain my foot pretty badly and haven't been able to golf since. So. And where'd you shoot the seventy-seven? Uh, at a course called Overlook Golf Club up in Hollis, New Hampshire, about forty minutes from here. Got a great uh, after three p.m. Sunday and Saturday rate, about forty bucks to play eighteen holes. Forty bucks play, and you play Overlook uh, a lot. Overlook, yeah, we we go there. We have a league that plays there uh, pretty much every Sunday. I think they're playing this weekend, but I won't be there. It's t- tough on having the number one golfer in the league there this weekend. They're they're going to struggle without me. So that's uh, basically like a, a Wilmington type of league, correct? Yeah, a bunch of just Wilmington kids who can barely break a hundred. And then there's me and a couple other kids who who shoot some good scores and have some good matches. But it it is kind of entertaining when you have two kids who shoot 110s playing each other and everyone's betting money on them so i don't know if i should have said that i don't know eh, betting's legal we're allowed to talk about that betting. so that's a great I thing i don't think they're going to come take down our, our league oh that's good so you've golfed for how long you've been golfer i don't know uh not i didn't start as early as some people i probably started in at some time in middle school when i really started getting out and playing more but uh 15 years i guess how about yeah, you uh, me yeah, let's see i probably playing. started when i was about 16 so 45 years. It's a long like, time. I got 30 every. And you know what? I'm still not ever going to be better than I've you. I've still are. probably played more rounds than you. How many? How many rounds have you played in the past 20 years? Like 30. 30. If I'm lucky, depends. Now I don't know. I like to play. I'm just not any good at it anymore. Although I can get better. Since I got hurt, I think I'm a much better player. So you also then played high school for four years. Yep. And Coach Lynch. Yeah, we had. Uh, pretty legendary coach we didn't win much we actually did make the state tournament our senior year and that was what five six years ago and they have not won a match since so not a lot of talent for golf here in wilmington which is kind of surprising because a lot of wealthy people moving into town a lot of wealthy kids coming through the school systems and you'd expect to find more maybe country club golf kids but yeah i think the problem here is we don't have a course in town either yeah, but that doesn't matter and you, your parent say you, they have a me, uh, say your parent has a membership at meadowbrook or at a private course around here, you play there all the time. It doesn't matter if there's no course in the town. I think it matters to the extent that there's no. And you've been looking around ta- uh, in the general area for a practice course. We don't really have anything like that. Yeah, but then why is Winchester club. so good at, at golf? They don't have a course besides Winchester Country Club, which I'm sure not many. Well, do. because I, I would bet you the 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 people kids who go to Winchester High School are. 
probably have more of an opportunity to be members of Winchester Country Club than any kid in this town has members of the country. I would say if we, if we went through every high school kid in town right now, um, we might be lucky to have one who's maybe at Meadowbrook. And we do. That's um, the one we have at Meadowbrook, uh, Owen Mitchell and his Two. sister. Yep. Two. His sister. So that's what I think. I, I, I think it's plus we just have a weird sports thing going on here anyway right now in town. So that's a story for another day. But I talk golf because that's one of the things we're going to deal with um, today, talking about live and talking about the greatest golf, the, the golfers. And just to give people a quick background, we're going to talk uh, just basic issues, and then we're going to talk about um, – generational topic which is what's it like for jack versus what it was like for me when i was jack's agent growing up then we're going to do the seven wonders of whatever we did that on the show that show that i do with tommy that jack volunteered to do we did the uh, college football stadiums then i'm going to give jack a few minutes to do an ama ask me anything so like he did last time what was your worst loss and what do you feel something to that effect so he'll be able to do that so uh jack let's start with one thing i want to go with is uh you and your friends here in town big big international soccer fans I know Premier League's opening up this week. What 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 can uh, the Premier League fans look for, especially either with your favorite team or whatever? Uh, this season, I would expect more of the same. In all honesty, for Premier League fans, I think we already know maybe Arsenal can push them, but we already know Man City's going to win the title in in the 38 game season. Even if maybe the first 15 games you might not think it, they'll go on a run and win it at some point. I do think I'm a, I'm a big Manchester United fan. I think we're going to have a very consistent year. I think we're going to easily, kind of like we did last year, easily finish in the top four. Hopefully, now that we're back in the Champions League, hopefully you can make a little bit of a run in that and try and get a trophy somewhere. But for the Premier League, I, I don't see anyone getting near near Man City. Even though Arsenal did make some good additions to their squad, and Kevin, my friend Kevin, would tell you that maybe they, they can stay with them when they play each other, even though they can't. I don't think anyone's catching Man City, and I think Man City will comfortably win the league again this year. So just for our listeners who don't understand, which is like, like me, so the, there are a number of trophies that can be won, and the biggest one to win is the Champions League. Or yes, the correct. Premier league. I, I guess. I would, say, I would say at this point the Premier, league, the Premier League is harder to win than the Champions League right now. Okay, so the Premier League, the Champions League, Caribou Cup, FA Cup, um, am I missing one? No, you got the, those the, are the four big it, ones. To simply put, you play elite. You play. You play against. You have however many teams in your league in your country. You play the every team in your league, which is just in your country. You play every team twice. So it'll be there are twenty teams in the Premier League. You play every team twice. There are thirty eight games. You get three points for a win, one point for a draw, zero points for a loss. Whoever has the most points from those thirty eight games wins the Premier League title. Now there's also an FA Cup which is the Football Association Cup, which includes all of the teams in the Football Association of England, which is not just the top division, it's the lower divisions and everything. And that is a single elimination tournament there. I think six, so the, the top teams come in the third round, you got to win six games. I think you, if you're the lower, there are a total of eight rounds in that, single elimination, and then the, the, the final of that's played at Wembley, so you can win that cup. That's separate from the league. Then there's also a thing based on where you finish in your league table called the Champions League. There's also a league below it, the Europa League, which is where you get to play in a European competition against other teams from other leagues in Europe. So it brings all the teams in Europe together. And that, there's a group stage, which is basically like the World Cup, except it's double. You play each team twice, groups of four, six games. Goes to a round of 16. The top two teams from each group make the round of 16. And that is, they play two home and away, and the aggregate of the score winner goes to that. 
And then the final, you get to the final, and that's a single elimination game, and whoever wins that's the champions of Europe. So you can win the three trophies. You can win your European trophy, you can win your domestic league, and you can win your domestic cup. So that's considered the treble. It's a long um, explanation. Treble, yes. that's good, though. Yeah, so that would be considered the treble, which Man City won last year for to become the second English team to ever win all three of those in one season. Let me guess, the only other team was Man U. Yes. You, you for. That, that would be so in, in reality, it's a club world until there is... Um, um, the World Cup, which would be international, yeah. Okay. But so there's also World Cup. They play Euro. They play. There's an African yeah. competition every two, four years. There's a, a European competition every four years. There's a South American competition every four, or actually, it's South and North American okay. competition every four years for international soccer, and that's played in the off season. So really, these soccer players don't get much of a break. And I was going to talk about the Women's World Cup because we just finished it, but we talk about um, the club aspect of the way soccer or football is so popular in. Europe and around the world, and we just had maybe the greatest player of all time sign here with the MLS, Major League Soccer in Miami, uh, Messi. Um, yeah. Is is that something that might change the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just the focus, or people start to watch the uh, MLS, or or do they have to bring more players in? And and who would be the next player you would bring in to to, to, to raise the profile? I, I don't I, I don't think that any I don't think the MLS has anything to do with that. I'll be honest, like I I don't think. You bring in players. They're, they're doing a very good job here in America promoting the Premier League. So all the good players in the Premier League. I don't think. I don't think some kid's going to be like, "Ooh, I want to be a soccer player because the MLS is so cool." To get people hooked on soccer and to change soccer is to get more Americans in Europe playing in Europe. Pulisic just moved to uh, AC Milan in the Italian league. You got players all over Europe play. That would be the way to do it. It doesn't matter who comes to the MLS. The MLS, it's cool. It's fun seeing Messi play. He's way better than everybody else right now. Still, should still be in Europe. Barcelona couldn't afford him because they run horribly. That's a question I have. I hate to interrupt your your long speech, but Messi is about the eyeballs. About no. it's the fifth sport in, in America. I, I yeah, but I don't think that matters. Okay, I, you don't, I don't think it's going to no. drive the needle enough to to make it like the fourth, like a, a takeover for hockey or basketball. I, I, no. Okay. Basketball, not even close. That's true. Because Basketball's America's number two. It would be baseball. It would overtake. Right. If you would, if you were to rank the American sports, basketball would be number two. So who would you uh, say? I would also say golf is probably higher than soccer in this country right. at this point. That's probably true. Who would you pick um, if you're going to bring one player in from anywhere, not named the crazy Ronaldo who we got to see play? Who, could, who would you pick? If, well, if I could pick one player, I'd pick Mbappe because he's the best player in the world. But if we're going to be realistic, there is a realistic chance that an MLS team could somehow get Neymar. Because he's going to leave PSG, and just his attitude for a top cl- a top European club at this point is kind of kind of tired and grown old. And at when he's thirty years old, it, it's maybe not worth putting up with anymore. You know, he's always he's injured a lot, dives around a lot, doesn't listen to his managers, does whatever he wants. But if the MLS has a chance to bring him in, he might be a player who could really help with the eyeballs. But again, like I said, I don't think. The MLS is going to make that much an impact on on the American youth and the soccer youth, but he would be okay. the player I would like to see play in the okay, MLS Neymar. because he would Good be job. he would just he would take the piss out of everybody in that league. So the question, um, it's really just a matter of eyeballs growing the sport, being popular, and just so our fans out there, PSG stands for Paris Saint Germain, which is a, a a team that is in the French league. Yes, they're they are in Paris. Okay, and so, so there's different leagues in different countries which you talked about earlier, so that makes some sense. So transitioning that to our good friends, the uh, U.S. women's national team, and their complete belly flop, we'll call it, uh, over the last week, 
And whether it was coaching, whether it was playing, whether I knew you had some really big issues going in. Um, and the, the girls, the women have always been, you know, one or two in the world, like forever. And a lot of that has to do with Title IX here in the U.S. And women got more, uh, more, more opportunity to play. That's ch- the world. Is the world catching up? Or is this just a poorly put together team, a poorly coached team? It was probably a poorly coached team. I was wrong about it being a poorly put together team once I watched them play more. I thought, why is Alex Morgan still playing? She's old. They're saying the best player is playing out of position to accommodate for her. Watching her play in the game, who they, they lost to Sweden, right? That was who they lost to. Watching her play in that game, definitely should have been on. She, she definitely should have been on the team. So maybe the thing that I say, they couldn't score goals, right? right. Simple, simply That's put, true. The first That's game, they played Vietnam. They were expected to win. 10 nothing. I don't even remember the last World Cup. They won the first game like 9 nothing, and they were doing all the celebrations when they were up 9 nothing, and it really rubbed me the wrong way. But they were supposed to beat Vietnam like 9 nothing, and, and they won 3 nothing. and red flags then. Next game, I think it was the 1-1 versus, one, one the, versus Netherlands, the Netherlands, and right. then it was 1-1 versus Portugal. Was it zero? I thought it was 0-0 Portugal. You're right. It was 0-0 Portugal. Hey, they scored like one goal in like 248 minutes. Yeah, they scored one goal against a real team, because Vietnam wasn't I mean, really. Real re- they, they weren't. Come on. They were supposed to win 10 nothing. So I don't think I, I still don't think the world's caught up to them because the, the problem with the U.S. team and why it looks – their expectation is if you don't win the World Cup. Right, right. It's like Brazil. It's like if you don't win the World Cup, so right. when you lose in the round of 16, it sense. looks really bad. But the team they did lose to was the third-ranked team in the world. Right. If you watch that game, the U.S. was a – they just didn't put the ball in the back of the net. The U.S. had better chances, more of the ball, a lot more shots. The Sweden right. didn't come – they really didn't come close to scoring a goal. And that's the third-ranked team in the world. And I wouldn't be surprised if Sweden went on and won that World Cup. So it, it's just it, it, it's a tough situation that they're in with the expectations they've set for themselves. It is a disappointment, but I still don't think the world's caught up to them, like like you might say. Okay, and also, again, my uh, they, I think Sweden's playing Japan, which is also another highly-ranked team in the next round. So the way, again, the way the tournament gets set up is you never know. Once you get to that knockout round, anything can happen. And I think my biggest pet peeve, of, and you know this because I bitch about this at home all the time, is deciding a champion via penalty kick, which is something that happens very unusually in the regular regular part of the game. And they decide on penalty kicks, and the, and the American women, I think, missed three straight penalty kicks. And then the and the goalie actually scored uh, a, a goal in a penalty kick. So so again, we've talked about that. I just don't think that's the way to solve or to, to move on between Sweden and the U.S. Because U.S. could have outplayed Sweden for 120 minutes, well, and I, it didn't put the penalty because a hot goalie or whatever it was. I just I have a big issue with you know I love to see the golden goal because I love to see him he would have to coach differently early uh, maybe change the rule where after 120 minutes you can sub somebody back in something like that what do you, what's your opinion on that like I, I do agree I hate I hate games being decided on penalties but that specific game Sweden versus uh, the USA it wasn't like Sweden was just packing it in taking it to penalties the USA they could I, I know I said they dominated the game and this is gonna this is gonna be like just it's gonna Totally make it look like they didn't dominate the game. They could have, they could have kept playing. They could have done goal and goal, and neither of those teams were going to score. They, they could have kept going and going and going. I know the U.S. was had more of the ball and the better chances and all that, but it didn't. No one looked like they were to score a goal. That game, I was fine with that going to penalties. The a good example, if you watch the men's World Cup final, if you do goal and goal there, the World Cup ends with Messi scoring a basically a walk off winning goal if you play goal and goal because they both score an extra time and then went to penalties. The first goal would have been Messi would have scored a goal to end the World Cup. That would have been a great way Which to Which is end, the way I, I agree with you. That would have been awesome. Think about that. 
the, the, the pressure on them to, 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 to compete and win. My other second, and, and before we move off of the uh, soccer, my other pet peeve soccer is the extra time. And that's changing now, I think, in the, in the Premier League. Some things, I, who was Klopp? Somebody's not. They're, they screwed it up. They're, they're, they screwed. You're going to be. You're not going to like this. What they're doing in the Premier League is they're doing it like they did the Men's World Cup. So it's going to be. You're going to have games go into the hundredth minute. They're going to be. You get. You know, in the second half, extra time is going to be plus ten minutes. Okay, and that's because they're trying to. They're trying the to get rid of because because the study came out that the, the average time that the ball was in play in the Premier League last year was like fifty six or fifty seven minutes. So. They wanna, they wanna try and slim that down, but there's no, the players play enough anyways, and that goes back to the penalty point and why I've started to come around on penalties is the players play too much anyways already. So okay, that makes sense. You know, if you make them play a 180 minute game, it's just not safe. Right, and and they um and and they're playing like three times a week. Yeah. And then World Cup is compressed into a month to get in like 14 games. Uh, that makes sense. I just don't. It'd be great for the win. To be like you said, when Messi scored that goal against France, that would have been it. And then France comes back and scores before the 120th minute. Now we go to penalties, and I remember watching a game with you. I don't know what it was, man. You went to 11 penalty kicks, and the goalie had a kick and he missed. Yeah, and, and it's just it's amazing that that in that instance that we went to 10 kicks before we decided the winner, which is which is phenomenal. It's tense, it's exciting, but is I don't know if that's the way to win, but. That's, that's the soccer and the girls. We talked about that um, that point. But one of the things that in America that I think has really helped our female athletes is Title IX, uh, which allowed for uh, equal participation and equal money for sports at the collegiate level. And it's really gave, these, gave women an opportunity to get better and better. But things at the college world are changing this week. As uh, One thing to touch on is the, the major conference alignment in athletics. Um, we got Cal and Stanford trying to get into the ACC, which is like a 3,000-mile trip. We've got Oregon could have to play Rutgers, uh, which would be a long trip. So we've, we've, we've really narrowed it down. The Pac-12 is gone or Pac-10 or whatever we want to call them are gone. Um, how do you see all this working out? And do you like it? Do you care? Or maybe you don't even care. Maybe you only care about one or two teams. But where do you see this working out, Jack? I don't care, A. B, I saw a good point somebody made that – so you make the travel point – in basketball, you're playing twice a week. College, it's tough to travel. Football, you can travel. You can go BC can play at what would it be? No, not the ACC. Rutgers can play at Oregon or or is it did Rutgers, Washington Oregon. come in? Washington too. Washington okay, so be further yeah. than Oregon. So right? Rutgers can go play at Washington, and they can as student athletes they can do that. So what I just think eventually, why don't just like the the Power Five schools? Why don't they just all break away and do their own conference? That I think eventually is going to happen. So they, the Power Five schools play, right. and they play for their own national championship, and then the group of five you, teams, uh, the group of five teams play for their separate national championship. And obviously, you keep Auburn still plays Alabama every year, and Ohio State still plays Michigan. But it's still it's a group of sixty. I think it's about sixty four teams. That's what in the goal one would conference, be. and your schedule is pretty diff, pretty different every year. Well, what do you do with basketball then? Oh, well, basketball would have to be. It would be. It would. That so would be an still only those, football thing. It would be an only football thing, I, I, and then you'd have yeah. to do everything else uh, different for sports. It's hard. I, yeah, that's sort of, going to happen though. Because uh, football, you I know it's going to happen. There's but so you, much more right. money in football I, I, than than yeah. basketball and in track and field and baseball and well, there's, hockey. There's absolutely no money in anything but football and basketball anyway. And, 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 and I think and, the women's sports will, will 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 pay the price, and and the Olympic sports will call it will pay the price for this happening. Stanford, like one of the greatest. Uh, successful athletic programs in the, ever in the country. What's that trophy they give out every year? They give uh, out. I forget, I forget what's Yeah, but it's like it combines. They win it. it combines all your athletics. Stanford wins that like every year. Correct. And then then you have Cal and you have Oregon State and Washington State are done. 
But again, what does what does it mean for? And we're both Temple guy uh, uh, fans, I'm a, uh, and we we talk and, and eat and breathe Temple. What does it really mean for teams like Temple and and Syracuse and BC uh, when all this comes to play? Where do teams like that end up, and are they just fodder for the bigger schools? They're, they've always been fodder for the bigger schools, really. So I don't know. You tell me. I don't. I don't, I don't know. About- <laughs> That's like the million dollar question. I think it all comes down to. Um, like, I, I love the look at UConn. They want to move UConn to the Big 12. I can't see UConn in any way, shape, or form moving away the basketball program out of the Big East until the Big East starts to lose their money. Because that's going to happen. It's soon. eventually going to happen if football takes over. But then the, the Big 12, to me, is a basketball conference now that's parading football around. You know, they've got Arizona. They've got Kansas. They've got all these other. Big Houston's 12. coming in Big 12, right? So. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I wish I knew. Um, I know with Temple, we're done. We're we're, we're going we're gonna to wallow in the in the in the shallow waters forever. But that, that's fine if you do what my idea is. I agree. And, that, and yeah. Temple plays uh, their secondly. Like it's not like they're Division Two, but technically they're divi- there's a second division of college football. You're you're going to win more games. You're going to you're you're not going to play Alabama. Or they don't play them anyways. Right. But you're going to play more on your level of competition. It'll be more entertaining that way, I'd assume. So they're going to take. Whatever top second 64. Rate so you player. go 16, six, four 16-team super conferences. Yeah, sure. Which I think we're going to get down to three because I think ACC is going to get uh, – they're going to try to get North Carolina and Virginia to Big Ten. They're going to try to get Clemson and, and Florida State to the Duke? SEC. What's, what about Duke? Duke's going to be left. Duke's going to be like Temple is. They're going to be out there. They're going to be But Duke is the number one basketball program So on that's the correct, but it's the number one basketball program. But it, if, if it doesn't – I agree with that. They could pull. They could carry themselves with their basketball alone. I feel like. I think that they could, but they're not going to be put into the, a football conference. Vanderbilt's going to be only drug into a football conference because they they've been in the SEC forever. But why doesn't so, Duke just go to the Big East then? Well, they could, but they want to play football. Why? Because football makes them money. Get them. Why, why can't they get in a football conference? Because football makes them. Because they play with. They'd have to come with us. Temple and BC why, why, and why? Penn. Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't the like the SEC? T- why would, oh, yeah, nobody the, the ACC take a Duke. Why not? Because Duke's not going to bring the eyeballs, bring in the money. All it is, I think it's money, and Duke is out. Duke, Wake Forest, maybe even Georgia Tech. Virginia, Virginia Tech, they have a chance. What's the difference between UNC North football and Duke football? UNC football and Duke football? Is UNC football has had success throughout the years. Duke has been, the, has been, a, has been a, a bottom feeder. I'm serious. I'm, you can look I that up. That. We could argue that later. I don't think, I think Duke, Wake Forest, BC, Pitt, uh, Syracuse are in trouble. I think Florida State and Clemson go SEC. I think Virginia Tech or Virginia and and then in North Carolina they'll try to get in the Big Ten because of their academic issue. And then you got Virginia Tech, North Carolina State, Georgia Tech, and Miami who float out there. And Miami's really struggled with, with winning football wise. So I don't know what's going to happen. I think it's 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 interesting to watch it play out. I love going to college football games, especially when Temple's playing. We always suck, but for that five year period with Matt. But it's 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 just a matter of you know, it's gonna it is what it's gonna be, and they're gonna be a professional league. And you're right, Alabama with all the money, they should be able to dominate. Who's won the last five, six national championships? The same teams, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, so that's a problem too, if you ask me. So that brings us to um, it's actually good to look at live versus the PGA. We're gonna go switch to golf a little bit here because we talked a lot about this at home. Um, and the final part of discussion is is, is live versus the PGA tour and, and the breakaway and. And either the quality or the quality of players, and you know that's what we we're seeing happening. There was a separation show. So first of all, just real quick uh, opinion on Live and the players that went. 
Um, most of the players that went made sense that went. Um, I really don't care about Liv. I don't watch Liv. It's not really an entertaining product. I still enjoy the talent that's on the PGA Tour, and the PGA Tour, I feel like this year specifically, has, has had very good Sunday endings to some of their... The Canadian Open was great. I'm trying to think of other ones. Um, I think... Was Riviera... Did they have a good ending? I don't remember. They've had some good endings on the PGA Tour this year, so Liv can live, and I guess they're merging. I don't know what that means, and I'm fine with it, I guess. I, I've, I've accepted it. So, again, while we get down, we're, uh, we're going to draft players eventually. I'm going to draft the seven wonders of golf. You know, we do have, you know, I would say there's probably a, a handful of live players who are, who are worldwide brands in reality for golf. Bryson, uh, Kepka, DJ, Cam Smith. Phil. 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 The gambling Phil. So I, I think it, it caused some confusion in the game. Uh, but the Rory McIlroy's of the world, and we'll go back to Tiger Woods of the world, uh, they help to at least they want to see their legacy continue on in this manner instead of in what I, I don't know. But I think the merger, you're going to see some team events eventually down the road. You're going to see that, that they won't go to the 54 holes. But I, I think that in the end, when they do ever ever get back together again, I, I think you'll get to, to some kind of agreement. Um, and live will be the way they do their live tournaments will go away. So that's where I see it. So you see that. You know, but but again, would you if you got if you had a a, 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 a televised playoff for the, for 18 holes between between DJ and Kepka and Cam Smith and Bryson DeChambeau, it's almost watch TV though, right? Where do they broadcast it? YouTube? No, they're broadcasted on the CW actually, which I think that? I think that's Channel 38 here in town. Oh uh, yeah, that's great. I that's where I um no, Channel 27 is where the Spanish channel where I get some Europa League Gentlemen games every do. once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I. <laughs> I would no. I'm not gonna watch that. No, I don't care. I, I guess maybe because it's good. They're, they're entertaining golfers, and I, I do. I, I do find Bryson to be a very entertaining golfer. But no, nah, I, I just don't care. I don't know. So what's the draw of? Who tele- cares if you win a live event? What's to the, be honest, <laughs> I drew with it. What's the draw of, of televised golf? I mean, you play. You're young. You play. I love. to I, sit I don't down know. And watch, I, that's right? actually a good question. I've never thought. Of, I just. I don't know. I enjoy golf. There are people though who who aren't. The thing is though, everyone these days is a huge golfer. Everybody, that's the thing I went to high school with. None of these kids played golf. They were football players and in the spring and soccer players and that. Everyone's favorite sport now is golf. Everyone they watch golf on TV. I don't know. That's because I guess, ever, I guess you could instant gamble on it, but I don't think that's the reason. You can instant gamble on baseball too, but you can't play baseball when you're 25 years old. You don't have the talent. I think with golf, you you, you have the ability to. To, to, to continue to play and get and you will get better. Like, uh, well, uh, you know, here's take, a good, take some of your friends and, and, and do a comparison. Here's a good point. If I watch a baseball game and I see um, uh, Aaron Judge hit a 100-mile-per-hour fastball 450 feet, no matter how many times I go up to the plate, I'm never going to do that. If I'm watching a golf event, though, and I see Rory McIlroy, uh, forget Rory McIlroy, I see Jordan Speed from 100 yards out stick a wedge to 5 feet, and then miss the putt. Yeah, I I think hey I could you you can go and repeat what they're what you're seeing on TV. You actually can. You're not going to do it all the time, but you you can hit. You can go and be oh I can hit that shot. Oh I can make that chip. You can do pretty cool that. things on the golf course. Pro, the problem again with the difference with the pros hit at 350 yards. Okay, but that doesn't and, matter. And, I said and, if you're 100 yards away, right? You you can do the same thing a pro can do if you practice enough. So speed not as consistent. But once every ten times, you could hit a great shot and be like, "Wow, that was, I felt like a pro." That's happened to me. So as a, like, as a as a golfer who finally broke 80, who's really laying down, and your uncle's a pretty good golfer too. Um, 
what's the what's how do you score? How do you how you get how did you get to seventy seven? How did you how did you you know you got to make putts and keep the ball in play. That's okay. as simple as it is. Get up and down, make putts. I didn't get. I hit a lot of greens in the round I played. So I didn't get up and down that much. So I, honestly, you put a lot of greens. Getting up and down a lot is how you would get from a eighty to a seventy. Right. If you just keep the ball in play and you make some putts, you don't three putt, and you it's basically the the the, the tip for breaking eighty is don't no three putts, no doubles. I had one double, made a couple birdies, no three putts, didn't hit the hit the ball out of bounds once. That's how that's how you that's how you score like that. So I think that I, I have to say there are three types of golfers out there. There are the very the hugely serious ones who are trying to be you know, lower lower their handicap, which I put you in that category, trying to play better. And then there are the ones who are good players, but if they muff a shot, they're not really going to keep score, and they're going to shoot between 90 and 110. Mm-hmm. And then there are the, the recreational golfers, which probably makes up half your league. And and those guys are out there just having fun. Yeah, drink, a, drink some beers, hack the ball around, right. and I think have a nice day in the sun. Right, the three different players. So I think it's important that, you know, um, comparing yourself to Jordan Spieth from 100 in is perfect, but you can't compare yourself to Bryson DeChambeau from the tee. And, and I think that's where, I get that. that's where people – one of the things Jack Nichols used to talk about is – Shorten, you know, shorten the course so so the average player can score. You know, if, if you take 100 yards off every hole, not not the par threes, you would be able you you would be able to get yourself off the tee into a spot where you could you could get up and down for a birdie. Yeah, correct. I, yeah, I'd take 100 yards, I'd be sure. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's or, or or change the way you know they were or, or change the how far the ball can fly. Give you guys give the amateurs an opportunity. Okay, to fine. We'll say it like this: 150 yards in. <laughs> You, you obviously you're not, you had the ability to hit shots at pros hit. Correct. Okay. Good. We like that. So now going to the pros, we'll do the seven wonders. Last week we uh, on the, we we we've seen enough podcasts. Jackson pull up his computer, which means I got to pull mine up because it's just going to get to be a battle. Look at and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I think we can see it, but it's a matter whether we can see it or not. Because once look, I'm going to flip mine up in there. You can see. Oh, I don't care if you can barely. see it. I was just trying to see what the time was. So we've got what uh, is that? Um, that was uh, George Bush with the watch. Yeah, that's a uh, looking what, at my watch. What time? Yeah, we'll go ahead. There's no time. <laughs> it's three oh nine. What do we got? Something going today? We no, gotta I, to, I, gotta I, pick I the don't. Car. We only have an hour. I have whatever time we want. Nobody's okay. here to force us out. But no, we should try to keep it within forty five minutes now because people get bored with us after a while. I, yeah. Uh, right. All right. People. So we're gonna do the seven wonders last Me? last I'm, week. I'm the one listening to this. Last week. Oh, about you, Kevin, Chris, and Justin will be listening. Yeah, to I'll show. send it to him. Shout out to Ke- and Tommy will eventually listen. Kevin, to by the way, because we said he was in Aruba. Speaking of the Premier League opening, I found this out in Switzerland. Peacock, you can only watch Peacock in the country, so he's freaking out. I have a streaming website I sent in that we illegally they got indicted last year. They're back. But, I can't um, wait to get Kevin on the air because Kevin's a great. Just, he was freaking out because he's in Aruba. He's like Peacock doesn't work. Peacock's the NBC streaming service that they broadcast all the um, Premier League games on. But he's like, yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> tell I tell Tom he should have gone to Europe. And I found that out in Switzerland that um, we couldn't stream. That I pulled up Peacock and it was like you have to be in America to watch this. Uh, All right, was that the game we were right yeah, on Liverpool the in uh, Liverpool game? Yep. Yeah, where you stayed out and, this, and we were yeah. I, I think very, was, a very good night. Yeah. I think I was sick that night. Like I think, I, I, think I had some kind of our illness. aggregate score of against Liverpool in like the last eight games is probably like thirty to five. That might negative. be that yeah, 30, 30 goals for them, five goals for us, and we won that game, so it was very nice. Okay, so back to the seven wonders. Um, we did I, the college football stadium. Yeah, I gotta have you guess when's your birthday? 
I'm kidding. What? We'll figure it out. We'll have to figure out a way to do this. I'll let you have first pick. No, I, I can just do a thing. He's going to flip. So we're, we're fighting over who picks first. So we're going to pick seven, well, seven current golfers. The thing today. is, I think we both have different first picks. Yes, definitely. So it really doesn't matter who picks first. I think we All go right, heads first or and tails. second picks. I'll two a heads. Heads, I win. Tails, you lose. So Jack is uh, flipping it's a coin tails. on the computer. So Jack is going to get first pick. Are you writing these down or do I have to? You are. I got to do all the work around here. Stinks all right, so yeah, the, so the first pick. So the we're seven, seven wonders, wonders of the modern golf world. Next week we can do the seven wonders of the ancient golf world, which, which is my be, golf world, isn't which, it? Which would just be everybody. Oh, real quickly before we shoot to there is Tiger. Is we, <laughs> Tiger be a number one. On, you can have Tiger. I'll take Jack. It all depends who gets number one pick. Harry Varden. How about yeah? How about old Tom Morris? Yeah, but see, I think we both <laughs> would pick Tiger number one. Here, I think we'd pick two different people. Correct. One. So real, number one, I have, I have a number one real pick. quick question. We we talk about this home. The way we watch golf is so different now and then. I mean, I was telling you that I can remember back when I was younger, they used to come on in the 16th hole for a tournament. Even the Masters didn't go live or 18 holes until like 2002 and a lot to do with Tiger. But just the way we, the way we, we um, the way that we, uh, what is it, watch golf now is I could see every shot. Like you mentioned, you could find anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're very blessed this generation. I was, also, I was like making the point, I can just, if someone hits a golf shot, I could see it within two minutes if I go on Twitter. It was like my when you you used to watch you used to listen because you lived in Pennsylvania growing up in the seventies you right. listened to Red Sox games on the radio and ooh who was the announcer Ned Martin Ned Martin and so Jim Ned, Woods. Ned Martin ooh Jim uh, uh, Kari Stremski hits a home run you never saw that home run no I only Kari heard Stremski, one. If, if if that happens today somebody hits a home run I'm on Twitter within a minute That's I'm correct. watching the home That's run. That's correct and they can see every shot of every game. and people I can remember we used to play golf at Pleasant Hill which they tore down back home. And we would come to the 16th hole, and you all pretend now you're coming into the TV cameras. That's just the way they did it. I mean, 16, 17, 18, you never saw the front nine of Augusta until I think uh, in the mid 90s, 95, one of the directors made a mistake because they had, they, had, they, had, they had spots for the highlights, but you could never, they never want CBS to show it. So just a way the game is different. And now, because we've seen all these kind guys of boring, play. anyways. Oh, yeah, everything's like life's boring the way I used to watch it. Augusta, the front nine at Augusta is not the greatest thing in the world. Oh, there's some goals. Eight's a great hole. Like four and six, or there's two stupid par threes, but like the hit it up, hit the driver off them. We're we're, going to have to do the seven wonders of the places we want to go. That'll be some point in time. All right, so Jack's got. We did that college football stadiums. Jack's got first pick. Uh, Actually, the first pick is good because it's it's in a snake draft. So. You want to do snake or not? No, because I think we have a a clear top three. So you'd. You'd want the second pick if, if we weren't doing. Okay, so you're gonna take the first pick, and I'm so gonna I'll say. So I think Scheffler. I think I think just right now Scheffler. If you look at his numbers, like his strokes gain numbers off the every everywhere besides off off the green, they're 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 horrible off the green. He's one of the worst on the tour. But his ball, the ball striking year he's having right now, and it's one of the best on tour history. He finishes top ten, top seven, really every event. Yeah. And, you know, you can almost always count to be there on a Sunday. And he is number one of the world. But I don't know if I would take him number one. I'm gonna. My problem with the, the next pick is it'd be great to have more than two people because you're going to get who I don't get. Yeah. Um, my biggest issue with the next pick is that my preference would be the other guy, but I'm going to take John Rahm. I, would, I like to watch Rory play, but I got to go Rahm only because I think Rahm is – is that just he's younger, he's better, he's bigger, he's stronger. I, would, I, would t- I agree. I think Rahm's a more complete player than McElroy. He's got he's got everything. He can he can do everything. I think I think McElroy still struggles inside of 100 yards. See, and then now More you're gonna get should. a pick. Uh, you're gonna. Take All right, so 
now this is where it gets tough. You have so many guys to pick from. You can pick from from a guy like um, no, it doesn't get fourth, tough. It does get tough. There's a guy fourth in the world right now. Canley. I'm not going to take him. A lot of people like Hovland right now, but I think the fourth fourth best golfer in the you world the right now. You have the third pick. What are you talking about? Oh, 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 oh. Are we yeah. snake drafting no, or what? I, I messed what up. Are you? No, what are I messed you? up. I messed Drinking up. Drinking over there? Okay, I'll take McElroy. You can have the tough pick. I, yeah, I still Jack think is a, he gives he gives he gives me the tough pick, and he takes Rory. Well, I knew you'd take Rory. There. Obviously, I, I want to take a Rory no matter what there yeah, too. I still think I'm going to get the guy that I I want for. Yeah, well, because you know I don't like him. Yeah, that's why. So I might take him just to piss you off. All right, go for it. I, I'm, I'm actually going to go with. Um, oh, I hate this pick because he's. I'll, I'm going to take Kepka because I hate him. You're going to go Kepka? Yeah. And what are you about? Uh, yeah, I, you know, and it's hard for me to pick him because I don't like him. But he's got all the ability in the world. And like I said, there are four, there are three, three or four live golfers who are who are above and beyond everyone. He's 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 definitely the top live golfer out there. So I got, yeah. I'll take him. And now it's it's really a crapshoot. And, and, and if, any one of the next players is is just, you know, you you can't go wrong. Even I'm I'm going to look up into the top twenty. Yeah, this, this actually is harder than I thought when no, you get to these no picks because yeah. it's all it, it's like. They're all the same. Yeah, yeah. Five through twenty, it's all like is there really that much of a difference? I agree that that Kepkai would take him. He's won a couple of times on on Live. He won what? He won the PGA. Yeah. So he won, won the won, he won, won the, the PGA. Major. He had a great three days at Augusta until he fell on his face on Sunday. But yeah, he's definitely four. And you know what? I'm gonna go with the safe pick here. I'll go with. I'm picking here between Hovland, I think, and one other guy. I'll go Hovland. So you're gonna take Victor Hovland? Yep. With the outfits and all the stuff. See, I love Victor Hovland too. I'm not. A, everyone loves Victor Hovland. I'm not a huge. And he hasn't Victor really guy. won much yet. Yeah, either. he's good. I'm gonna go uh, with um, the guy who should be wearing number two on the Red Sox. Um, yeah, that's who. Yeah, I'm gonna take Xander next. Shoffley. I, I again, he's he's a consistent player. Um, and I know this guy's not in the in the, um, in the top. T- I don't know if he's in the top twenty. Let me look. Um, he's 23rd and right. He, he he's who? He, Colin Morcow. He's he's better than Morcow, but Morcow's got the two majors. But right now, I gotta take. Um, yeah, but say we're building a team to play yeah, like I, in, a, I, in a Ryder Cup style match. My seven versus your seven. Like, right. Like this right. is what I right take now. Right, I don't right. care about. Oh, I'll pick Tiger Woods. He has 15 majors. No, I'm picking guys right now. Well, I'll take Tiger Woods as my wild card. Then okay, so you got the fourth pick, and we got players all over the place. Um. Again, since nobody listens, nobody likes this guy, but he is a – you know what? I don't think he's had that good of a season, even though he is ranked fourth in the world, so I don't know if I want to pick him. I'm, I'll take Cantley. I knew you'd take Cantley. That's not bad. I mean, Cantley's – I don't think he's had a great season. I'm not – I haven't – I don't know. I, I just – he's been really the slow play this year. Everyone's been dragging on him. Yeah, Cantley's a pretty consistent player, though. I'm going to go – player of the year, what, two years ago? Yeah, I, I'm going to go back to live here, and um, I'm going to take Cam Smith again. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about him. As much as I don't like Liv, I gotta take the players. All right. So we've got right now just to wrap up four. We got Scheffler, Rory, Hovland, and Canley for Jack. We got Rom, Kepka, Shoffley, and Smith for for me. So we're gonna get to the, as now we're getting to the nitty gritty here. Now it might be people you think can just can win. I have I, I don't care about Brian Harmon and and Wyndham Clark. I'm gonna go with a pick. This is overdrafting here. Playing really good golf right now. You wouldn't pick. I could get him with my last pick. I'm gonna take Ricky Fowler. I think Ricky Fowler. Well, Justin's gonna yeah, love that. Justin's gonna love that Justin's pick. Say, I, I picked Ricky, Ricky Fowler, Fowler over some people there, so that's. A, I'm, I'm surprised he's he is playing well, but what's your why? Why form. Ricky in form? He ended 2022 ranked. Let's see. 
He ended 2022 ranked as the 103rd best golfer in the world. He right now is 25th. Yeah, he's yeah. That's so, true. That's a pretty high. That's a pretty big jump. That's true. Coming up, there's another guy with a massive jump on here. That's kind of a blast from the past. Former number one. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick stick to my guns and, and uh, go with the uh, the guy that nobody knows, but is probably the most the best social media guy that's out there is Max Homa. Oh, I like Homa. I, Homa's game's a little bit weird though. The Homa thing is he wins. He doesn't perform at the majors, but that's, he wins. But that takes time. He's won, uh, who's got a wins. major? I know, I, but who's one, guys. who's one in a major, though? You look at the top ten. Maybe they haven't won, but they perform. Okay, well, let's look at Okay, so we'll take a break because we've done five. Scheffler, yes. McElroy, yes. Rom, yes. Cantley, no. Yeah, but Cantley on Sunday against, wasn't it Cantley versus, no, Scheffler. Was Cantley involved in one of the Bryson yeah, one? Uh, I don't remember, but Cantley, no. Hovland, no. I think Cantley has been involved on a Sunday. If I look at this, Cantley, no. Hovland, no. Scheffler, no. Shoffley's, um, Shoffley, been, Shoffley's no. finished second a million, a million times, times, though. Homa, so he's no. been involved on a Sunday. Homa, no. Then, yeah, Cam Smith, Brian Harmon, Matt Fitzpatrick, Wyndham Clark, Jordan Spieth, Brooks Kepler. I mean, now you're starting to run into your into your, into your into your players. But, again, this, I, I that's as of right now. I think I think Hovland and Cantley, if you look at their top finishes in a major, are higher than Homa's. That's all. That's, that makes sense. All right, so what? You picked how many players? All right, we're at five. I have Homa, Smith, Xander Shoffley, Kepka, and Rom. You have Scheffler, Rory. Uh, Hovland, Cantley, and Fowler. So guess what? You can. I'll get you get two more to go. So you got. You get. So six I, and I seven. can't. I can't let my guy go. Yeah, my, fav- my favorite golfer. I mean, guess, um, uh, the most gonna... frustrating golfer in the world, Jordan Spieth. Spieth. He's just. I don't know. He he, he, he can't put it all together. It, so that it's means you're going to give me. Um, you're going to let me take your good Great friend there. Player, though. Yeah, <laughs> Justin Thomas. I said. That's it. I, you, I'm, I'm. You take I'm, Justin Thomas right now? No, I'm oh, kidding. I'm boy. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> You know, it's hard now. I, I think that for, for me, as I look at the list, it's it's just tough. I'm going to I'm gonna go with my third live guy. I'm going to take DJ right here. Oh, yes. Because DJ, you know, he's not ranked. But uh, we talked about the four guys who went to live. She with all your live, yeah. You know? So what's that, your sixth pick? That is my sixth. So we've got one more pick to go here. Let's just finish this because I, I need a live guy on my team. And, again, I said he was entertaining earlier. Frustrated guy. Just shot a 58. I'm taking Bryson. Yeah, I figured. You take the guys you like. I like I that. I want Bryson on the Ryder Cup team just for the entertainment value of it. I'll take him over um, over Justin Thomas or who would the other pick there be? Well, there's a, there's the a Harmon's going to make it. Well, obviously. What about, like, over Cam Young? It would be Cam now. Young. It would be Keegan, Cam Young. Keegan Bradley's played really well um, this year. Uh, Wyndham Clark's won a championship. Matt Fitzpatrick. Um, I'm going to go. We'll see. It doesn't seem like Jack's on, Jack, Zach Johnson is too open to the idea of those guys. He's not. I'm going to stick. Uh, I'm going to go with Tony Finau here with my last pick just because I like Tony. And Tony brings a different different, um, different look to the, uh, to the course for so, us. So, yeah, we didn't pick the one, the major win, the Harmon, Fitzpatrick, Clark. We didn't pick any of them. Harmon, Fitzpatrick, Clark. Keegan Patton's Bradley. another one. Keegan Bradley's had a really good year. Um, I'm looking here. Uh, Tom Kim, who hasn't won, but he's Jason like, Day's had a good year. Yeah, Sam Burns, it, Colin Morikawa. There's it, players. We didn't but, pick Morikawa. Fleet. It just shows how many good players are on the. So tour let's right go. Now. I'm just just for the, thirty deep. Just for the fun. Let's go to let's go to forty to forty forty to fifty. Here's your choices. You can take J.T. Poston, Billy Horschel, Tom Hoagie, well, Joaquin Neiman's Ryan good. Fox, Chris Kirk, Nick Taylor, Joaquin Neiman, Liv, Minwoo yeah. Lee, Adam Shank. Great ne- name. Neiman's the best player there. Shank, Cam Davis, and um, Adrian Moronk. You think he's the best player there? Yeah. I don't know. Ranked 22 in the world before he went to live. 
That's true. That's true. He's a he's a choke artist. Though. Billy Horschel, though, he's another one pretty good. He won, he he just randomly won the tour championship that one. Year. Okay, and then we did this at home the other day. Um, let's go eighty to 80, eighty to ninety. Tell me how many of these guys you know. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes. Heard of him? Why? Oh, because uh, he was part of that Canadian yeah. crew when, um, <laughs> was it Adam? T- no, I don't know if it was Adam Taylor. Taylor. Zach, Taylor. Ta- Zach, Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor? Zach Taylor? I think he's the coach of uh, the Bengals. Isn't Zach Taylor also the president? Zachary um, Taylor. Tyler. Zachary no. Tyler. No, John Tyler. Zachary Taylor. You're right. It is Zachary Taylor. No, it's not John Tyler. Tip and Tyler, too, wasn't I don't it? know what his first name is. Mr. 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 Gets yeah, okay. a Mc- cast so McKenzie Hughes, I know from that Canadian Open crew when Adam Hadman got tackled right, on the right. green. Right, right. So you have, um, I'm, I've lost my train of thought here. Oh, there's Phil. Uh, 80 to 90, right? Yeah, McKenzie, whatever. We don't okay, so you got Mackenzie Hughes, Thomas Peters, who I know he's from a foreign country there. Austin Eckroat, never heard of him. J.J. Spawn, heard of him. Jordan Smith, Brandon Wu, Mark Hubbard, Davis Riley, Scott Stallings, Hayden Buckley and Dustin Johnson. That's the only one you would know. So again, it's tough. As you as you get deeper, Jack, you're really going to run into issues with uh, with yeah, who you would pick. There, the thing is deeper. What we're going to pick forty golfers each. It, uh, I well, think the top thirty there, there, there's a lot of strong names in the top thirty in golf right now. And, and I, then you add the live guys who are who are way out of it, like and, like Taylor Gooch and those. Yeah, guys. they're pretty good. As golfers. we take, as we get ready to move to Ryder Cup, though. Um, you know, if you, I don't know if all these guys will make a Ryder Cup team. On on that list, on yeah, list. well, Bryson might not. D, well, Bryson or DJ are up for one spot, oh, and everybody else is, is gonna now going to make it. I, I don't know. I think he might. Yeah, I think. It's just neat to watch because I think that Scheffler is in, Scheffler is in. Rahm and Rory are in. Kepka should be in. Shoffley, Hovland, Cantley, Smith will be an interesting one because he can't play the Ryder Cup, so he's out. Well, we missed like Europeans like um, Hatton and yeah. Fleetwood and those guys. Yeah, so that's where we are. So, final segment uh, that we're going to do here is um, like we're going to let Jack take the hosting job. I'll let him; he can host the next team. Uh, we'll let Jack take host. You get to uh, the AMA, we'll call it, as they say. Is that a Reddit thing? AMA? I, I Ask me know. anything. I didn't even know what it meant. I, I was I was not told this was happening, so I'm trying to say I was told. Um, I what, told you what, saw the sheet before okay, we did it. Yeah, though. But, now, come on. What, five minutes before we started? Yeah, ask okay, me anything. You, um, you came up with great stuff last time. So well, that was just because of our conversation. A um, couple of minutes. If you could talk about it, we could do, do it while we did our conversation. I don't mind. Go. Uh, <laughs> in honor of the Premier League. Oh, geez. And um, Liverpool doing nothing in the transfer market. Uh, what's your thoughts on Fenway Sports Group? Uh, that's a good question. I, that's, that's a great a question too, um, because we talked about it. First of all, I don't think they're liked over there Liverpool. I'll be in Liverpool in September for a day, so I'll ask around. Say so, yeah, they'll probably not like me too much. Uh, but yeah, you wear your Red Sox hat. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, I'll wear my Temple stuff or my Wilmington stuff. I think that they're I, – I, I feel like they've gotten complacent, especially here with the Sox. I think they're looking to expand their portfolio, like picking up the Pittsburgh Penguins. I know they want to go in with a Brown on a team in Vegas – so sometimes I wonder whether we'd be better served with a, uh, um, you know, a Cohen or like the guy down in San Diego who's focused solely on baseball and making money. I uh, make baking the baseball team better. I'm disappointed in them. I can't be too pissed off at them because they've actually brought me four world championships in the in the second half of my life. So save the ballpark. Save the ballpark, which still is a dump, but that's a sad point. Easy to get in and out of. No problem with that, but. Are they are they spread too thin? 
No, but does that mean John Henry doesn't give a shit about the Red Sox? Probably he gives enough, but he's given the control to Bloom, and maybe it's the wrong control. And, and, and again, it's just like when you hire a, a college basketball coach or a college football coach that doesn't work out. You, 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 set your, you set your program back, and I think that's what I, I feel. I, I don't have the animosity, I think, that the people in Liverpool, Liverpool do, but didn't they win? I think, I think Red Sox fans are more mad than Liverpool. Yeah, the thing with Liverpool is they've won, but then again, the Red Sox have won recently too. But the, Liverpool has won with this team recently, but they've totally, totally not demolished the team, but didn't replenish the team, and it's hurt them. And they're not winning anymore with, with that. They have, they have an all-time great manager there right now, and they're not winning anything with him in the near future. Because just the money they spent in the transfer market, you know, I, I just I think they they at this point with li- everything I think they take the fans for granted and they know it doesn't matter if even it just let's win eighty five games and we're going to sell out all summer long. So that's both sides of the fence, both places, yeah. both both here and both sides of the of the. Of the yeah, of Liverpool the pond. be in tenth place. They'll still right, sell out Anfield. Right. And here you, I mean, watching that game last night, um, it was probably thirty thousand, thirty two thousand people for uh, a horrible Kansas City team. They sell out everything. And it's again, the ballpark's but, back. But with the uh, with the highest ticket sports, prices too, yeah, and, and they've done great stuff here, and they uh, they've expanded their portfolio, and I'm sure they've expanded their wallets. And I think the next move is the LeBron James Las Vegas, whatever they're going to be called. That's what that's what they're looking at next. That'll put them in every sport except for football. And I'm surprised they really haven't gone after a football team, uh, American football team. So they, uh, it's expensive. I'm, I'm, it is, especially what, like $6 billion for Washington? $6 billion for the worst organization there is. Yeah. So I, I think that's a good question. Family Sports Group actually decides to really piss me off. So, uh, But, you know, it's life. We did win four championships, so you have to have a trade-off. I'd like to win more. You know, actually what pisses me off even more is the uh, the AD at the, uh, the previous AD at Temple who left us with uh, a crappy coach and took what Matt Rule had built way up here. We could have been going to a power conference. Kraft? Yeah, Pat Kraft. Is he uh, still at BC? No, he's at Penn State now. Oh, nice. Penn State. He can destroy destroy Penn State. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, all of a sudden, I just drew a brain fart on who that coach was. What was the uh, – you ever? Oh, oh Ed um, Carey. No. Jeff Collins. No, Carey. Je- um, Rod. No. Rod Carey. Oh, yeah. Why Jeff Collins, Carey? Rod Carey. And then we had Diaz, too. So Who's Ed Carey? Ed Carey, I don't know who Ed Carey is. So, again, it's been, uh, it's been a good couple of minutes here. Episode 1, Season 1 of It All Boils Down to This. Uh, Jack's got uh, great ideas. We're going to let him put the show together next time. Uh, maybe I'll let him sit in the, in the director's chair uh, and lead it. And like I said, it'll be great to get um, Justin and Chris and Kevin and a few other. Maybe Riley come in, some of the guys we know that, that I've coached baseball. And Jack's, Jack graduated and went to school with them. So, Jack. For, uh, for my good friend, uh, and so Jack Boyle, uh, this is Jim Boyle, uh, for It's All Boils Down the Nist. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you on down the road. Thanks for listening to this episode of It All Boils Down to This, recorded at WCTV Studios in our hometown of Wilmington, Massachusetts. We're always open to any ideas, critiques, topics, and guests. So if anyone out there in podcast world needs to get a hold of us, we can be reached via email at jboyle22 at comcast.net. Along with Jack Boyle, I'm Jim Boyle. Make sure to tune in to the next edition of It All Boils Down to This.